Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the Angel Face Magic Hour podcast. I'm your host, Grace Lannon. I'm a psychic medium and energy healer. And if this is your first time listening to the podcast, we talk about magic and healing and spirituality, mysticism, all that interesting stuff. So thank you for being here. If you are a returning listener, thank you, thank you, thank you. And let's get into our conversation today. So today is going to be another solo episode. Before we get into our main conversation, I just want to give you guys a couple updates on stuff that's going on for Angel Face. So next month, lots of very exciting things are dropping. So I'll share that with you when everything's ready. But I have a lot of exciting stuff in the works for people who have wanted to work with me or take classes with me. I also am running a sale for Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and that's going to be starting tomorrow, which is, if you listen to this on the day it comes out, Thanksgiving in the United States. And the sale is going to run from tomorrow, Thursday, through next week for Cyber Monday. So I'll share all the details in the show notes, but um, I'm going to be running a 25% off sale just to say thank you, just for for, um, just to send my gratitude out to my clients. And so this can be applied if you have worked with me before, um, but it can be only applied to one service. So if you want to book a reading with me or a healing session, celestial journeys, um, those are all going to be 25% off. So I will share the details in the show notes and I will also be posting it on the Instagram. So you can check it out and take advantage of that sale. And the deal is basically you can book anything within I think it's like 40 or 50 days. So you don't necessarily have to book the reading for the next week or the next two weeks. You can just use that coupon code to get 25% off the total price. And that can be applied to a service at any point. You just have to pay for it ahead of time. And when you book it, um, there'll be a coupon code that you'll be putting in and that will apply to your price. So yeah, if you have any questions about that, let me know. And you can always reach out to me for any questions at all through my email, which is grace at gracelandon.com. The other thing I have going on, if you listen to this today, this comes out this upcoming Sunday, which is November 28th. I have a free group healing event. I'm going to be doing energy healing and we'll be going to be doing a group meditation. So I'm super excited about that. This is a free event. I'm hoping to do these once a month. This is our second one. So if you want to join, I will put the link in the show notes for that. I will be recording it if you cannot attend live. But please, if you cannot attend live, um, just wait for the recording to come out because I only have three or four spots left and I would love to save those for people who can come and be there live. 
So I will put the link to sign up in my show notes. It's going to be on Zoom, and that is on Sunday from 5.30 to 6.30, 7.30. I think it's 5.30 to 7.30. It's a two-hour event. Um, Yeah, so that's what's going on at Angel Face HQ. So I'll let you guys know all about the exciting December stuff going on. But one of them is going to be meditation-centered and free and then I also have a bunch of other classes coming up in the new year we're going to be doing Reiki one two and three so keep your eyes peeled if you're not on my mailing list you can always go to my website and sign up for the mailing list to keep updated up on all the classes and all the freebies and all the discounts and all that stuff and all the updates and I would do my best to share all the updates here on the podcast as well. So that's kind of what's going on. I'm really excited for kind of the wrap up of this year. It went by really, really, really quickly for me. I'm also moving. I don't think I, I don't know if I mentioned that on the podcast yet, but I am moving this month. So I'm going to be a little extra busy. I'm going to do my best to keep putting out a weekly podcast, but if it doesn't come out on Thursdays, know that it will come out. And I have been been playing around with the schedule a little bit. Um, so I'm hoping to get back to the regularly programmed Thursday episodes, but just know this month is a little hectic. So if it doesn't come out Thursday, it's still going to come out. So wish me luck on my move you guys I'm only moving a town over I'm not moving very far so it's not super crazy but it is a lot of work a lot a lot of work and my sibling is in grad school right now so I'm doing most of the work for the communal spaces so I'm just trying to get it together trying to hold it together I love you guys. Let's get into the episode. All right, I'll see you there. Welcome to your November energy read. So I really wanted to take some time to share some messages with, with you for the collective for the end of the year. So it is Thanksgiving Day here. It's almost the end of November. We have less than a week before December and then we're on to the madness of the holiday season and Thanksgiving in the United States really kind of marks the beginning of the holiday season and I know this year brings up a lot or this time of year brings up a lot of icky sticky weird feelings for people you know we are celebrating a holiday that is built on a tragedy that we created a lie around um, for the majority of our lives. If you are an adult, you were fed some story about the pilgrims and um, it being a pleasant thing <laughs> when in reality it was a very um, horrible massacre. And who knows what actually happened on Thanksgiving, but just that, that um, basically the takeover of the pilgrims and the beginning of the United States of America is all built on a lot of lies, a lot of sadness, a lot of tragedy, 
and you know it's I think it's really important to reflect upon these things and send our love to the spirit of the earth and the land that we live on to all the spirits of the amazing native American and indigenous people that lived here way before we did so we just want to give our thanks and our gratitude for being here today we are on land that isn't ours unless you are a native american which i am very much not i am a white person and um of european descent so i think it's a good time of year for us to reflect upon these things but it also brings up a lot of weird sticky feelings around family and around obligations and feeling like you have to do everything and be everything for everyone this time of year and it often brings up you know some buried emotions around family I live with my sibling and I live a town over from my family so I do see my family somewhat often but I know for some people going home for Thanksgiving or going to see their family for Thanksgiving is a big shift in their everyday reality. They might be going across the country. They might be going to a town that they grew up in that they had a lot of negative experiences associated with. So I just want to give everyone the love and the grace this time of year to be reminded that you do not have to do anything you don't want to do. If you don't want to do Thanksgiving, you don't have to do it. If you don't want to do Christmas, you don't have to do it. If you don't want to do Hanukkah, you don't have to do it. If you don't want to spend that extra time with your family, if the, if that is not a um, positive experience for you, you don't have to do it. And you also don't have to hold on to resentment if you feel like what you... What your family believes about you is not who you truly are anymore. You don't hold have to hold on to the resentment of not being understood. Because I know a lot of people feel like they have to hold back aspects of themselves from their family. And maybe they do have to do that for their personal safety. But I just want you to know that you don't have to hold on to the resentment and the pain. And it's okay to let go and forgive even if that isn't leading to a shift or a change in the relationship it really is helping you personally heal um, from your side of the fence so that being said I know this time of year brings up a lot and especially going into next month with Christmas and Hanukkah um, it's has become very much of a consumer holiday where we have to purchase gifts and feel like we have to put on that shiny face and wrap stuff up and make it all perfect. Just know that it's okay to change your mind about traditions that you have done before. If you and your family don't want to do big gifts this year, you don't have to. If you want to do big gifts, they could be handmade, they could be experiences, they could be um, 
sessions like you could get your mom a massage doesn't necessarily have to be these objects that we kind of accumulate and eventually throw away you don't no one needs a pooping reindeer candy you can get something (laughs) something better this year so know that it's okay and um other people's expectations uh don't have to dictate what you do and how you do it if you want to um take back traditions from your childhood that you really enjoy that you don't do anymore maybe you don't your family is no longer with us or you are not in a position where you spend time with them you can take those traditions and apply them to your life with your friends or with your children or even with yourself if you always made um I don't know, coffee cake with your great grandma and she passed away. Even if you didn't get that recipe, you could still make a coffee cake and honor her and sit with her and sit at the altar. This is a really amazing time to spend time with our honorable ancestors. So, of course, those are the ones that are still here. If you can talk to your grandma at Thanksgiving dinner and you can ask her stories about her childhood and you can get to know her That is a beautiful experience. And if your family is no longer with us or there's people in your life that are no longer with you that you miss, that you want to spend time with this time of year, I invite you to start asking them to come forward in your meditation and see if you can receive any signs or confirmation. So a wonderful place to start with that. It's just sitting at your altar, whether you have a physical altar or just a pillow on the floor that is dedicated to your meditation space. You can give thanks to your ancestors. And um, I like to specify my honorable ancestors because not every ancestor has your highest intention in mind and not every ancestor, you know, learned enough in their human life to be able to assist you at this point in their spiritual life so they're all there to support you but I like to specify honorable ancestors just to know that these are the people that are coming forward that are really here to help me and assist me but I invite you to take some time at the altar you could journal you could write um But just getting a glass of water or a glass of tea and putting it out for them, even coffee, depending on who they are. Um, If you knew they had a favorite drink, you could put that out on the table and just let them know this is this is here for you and that you love them. And just imagine you're having a conversation as if you were in real life. Talk to them as if you were in real life. Tell them what's going on with you. Tell them. Um, stories about what happened this year at Thanksgiving tell them what you're planning on doing for the holidays like imagine that they're still there and eventually everyone has their like we talked about this on the podcast before everyone has their own way to interpret psychic information so just start putting the feelers out there and seeing if you receive anything in return You could use cards, you could use um, tools, but I think the most important part is that conversation. 
So just being able to share your heart with them and know that you're still thinking of them and that you love them. So that being said, I did channel a little bit of um, a spirit message for everyone. And I want to read that to you. So I'm going to share it with you now. So before we begin, let's just take three deep breaths and allow us to receive this information wherever we are. So breathing in through the nose, exhale out the mouth, again breathing in through the nose, exhale out the mouth, one more breath, exhale out the mouth. And I ask my spirits and my guides to help me share this message with you all. So for you to receive any additional messages that might be beneficial for you on your own time, at your own pace. Perhaps again, this comes through meditation or through cards or through clear audience or psychic sight. And any additional messages that might be beneficial for you at this time, I ask them to be sent to you directly, directly, so be it, so it is. This is our collective message. Enter a time of stillness, not to be confused with listlessness. Within this stillness is all time. Have you ever heard someone say, Hold on, hold on, hold on, slow down. I need to think. When everything gets quiet, what gets loud? If you take a second to listen to your breath, what do you hear with each exhale? Release a new beginning. How can you understand your desires if you never stop to listen to what they're telling you? There's a few days now before the sun enters a new marking of time. We ask to be still, to accept the medicine of the darkness. Even if you feel you are not ready for the dark... It cannot always be light. Sometimes even the birds are silent. And upon reflection, everything becomes clear. And with crystal clarity, we may not always like what we see. Face the money, shine the light. Images in the mirror may be closer than they appear. How many shadows of others have you scooped up joyously into your handbasket when yours remain rejected in an old pocketbook or a box under your bed? Why is it so much more difficult to love yourself? Why is it so much more difficult to see yourself? Shadows and all. 
So I hope that message serves you well. And it's a couple of things to think about right now. What can you include in your day that allows you to be in that stillness? And stillness can be really difficult for people. So I encourage you to find a way to do that that is comfortable for you. But remember, when we get uncomfortable is when we're really diving into that deepness, that darkness, the shadow that we're being asked to explore. So, of course, we don't want you to be physically uncomfortable. But we ask you to push your edge a little further than you normally might to get into that place of stillness. If you go on a walk every day and you listen to a podcast, which I do, so I know they're calling me out, um, or music, you know, you're not always getting into that stillness that you think you're achieving when you go on the walk. Of course, that can be a great outlet and it's amazing for exercise to walk and to move. We encourage you to do that. But just know if you don't have that silence, then it's harder to get into the stillness. So maybe if you're doing your yoga, or your stretches or whatever you do to get into that body movement, maybe this week you can play around with silence. If silence doesn't help you get into the stillness, maybe you can just listen to some sound healing or relaxing music without lyrics, something where you can get into your breath and really feel what it feels like to be still. And when they show me the image of this, this, this one line that we wrote, within the stillness is all time. I want us to think about that. So when they show me the image of this, it's almost as if when we become still, we're able to touch into that flow state, that origin point that we talked about last week, the Akashic records, the quantum field. There's many words for this. This is a place where we are here in our bodies. The astral plane is another word. We're here in our bodies, but we're able to access more than just this now moment. So let's just say that one more time. When we are in stillness, within the stillness is all time. When we access that origin point, the flow state, stillness, peace, we're able to be more than just in this now moment. We're able to be in infinity. We are continuously moving throughout time and the more that we can still our body our mind our human mind just for a moment because again we are here we are on earth we're here for a purpose to be human right now 
So it's not always about ascension and transcension and blah, blah, blah. We're going to be a soul for eternity. We have plenty of time. We're here right now to enjoy this experience. But that being said, when we can slow it down, we're able to access that creative mind, the sacral, the heart center, the crown where we can access intuitive knowledge and the place where everything is, the quantum field. So we said to you, when everything gets quiet, what gets loud? So when you can be in stillness, in meditation, in dance, in movement, even throughout your day doing the dishes, whatever becomes a meditative state for you, painting, drawing, um, playing with your children, bird watching, uh, whatever it is, making lattes at Starbucks, <laughs> shout out the people that make my coffee in the morning. You can, anything can become that state. And when you're in that state, you're able to access more information. So I know that sounds weird and confusing and maybe um, some of you don't know what I mean. So again, these episodes contain so much information and a lot of times I'm channeling. So there might be things that come to you at a later state. So you might not understand right away and that's okay. It's a confu- it's hard to put language to some of these higher concepts. So let's give you an example. That's why I'm always given 25 examples. Say you are a singer and you write music. If you're having a really hard day and you're feeling stressed out and you're running, running, running and you have had 75 um, lollipops and you're just on one, just jarring, trying to make it through, you're not going to have these ideas come in for new songs. You're not going to be thinking of lyrics. You're just going to be thinking, thinking of of what happens next. How do I get this done? Like, how do I just numb out my um, external and internal experiences for me to just be in this moment and just get whatever I need to get done? But if you are on a nice long walk in a place where you feel comfortable, you might have little songs just start popping in. You're humming and you're thinking of lyrics. Or if you're painting, you're a painter. Maybe when you're sitting down to actually paint, you start moving and playing around with the colors. Then you get the ideas. It's hard to push through when you're not in that state of stillness. Once you get into the state of stillness, it's easier to access those ideas, the muse, inspiration, creativity. Um, insights, downloads from spirit, whatever you want to think of it as. Um, All that information is accessible to you, the Akashic Records. Anyone can access them. It's not just past lives and mystical information. You can get 
tons of helpful tools and tricks and tips to help you from anything from doing the dishes to writing your next novel like it's it's there for everyone and so we're able to access that state once we get into stillness so this is being encouraged now but this is always something we can work on and right now what's being encouraged is once we get into that stillness to kind of examine some of these shadows some of these aspects of ourselves that we have been holding back from reviewing from healing and sometimes that can be triggered um, this time of year especially around family or friends or people you haven't seen in a really long time they might not know this updated version of you so it's really easy to go back into our programming as they say into the person that we used to be when we're around the people that we used to be with so if you say you don't drink alcohol anymore and you go home for thanksgiving and everyone's drinking alcohol people might offer you a drink because they don't know you don't drink anymore so just knowing that it's always safe for you to make new um decisions you can always change you can always shift it can be more difficult to do that around people that don't know that version of you because humans love to put peer pressure on people and drinking is an extreme example of this but it could be as simple as you used to be really irritable around your family when you're a teenager and you're 31 years old like me now it's easy to go back into that teenager mindset because you are in the situations that you were in before so this is always an amazing way to grow and to shift sometimes we get into those uncomfortable situations because it shows us how far we have come it shows us how we um, may want to deal with things differently next time everything's always giving us information and insight even when it's a negative situation which can be very difficult to accept when you're in those situations so it's normal and it's human to be upset don't try to like spiritualize everything and be above it but just know that yes everything's giving us information so if we get into a fight with our cousin <laughs> at thanksgiving um about <laughs> masks or something <laughs> that is okay we don't want you to fight we want you to have a great time we want you to enjoy time with your family but oftentimes it shows us where our boundaries are leaked a little bit where we are not staying in our integrity and this can be around friends this can be around family this can be around job situations this can be um even strangers some people come up to you at safeway and want you to talk to them about their life story for three hours you don't always have to be so friendly <laughs> um but don't be closed off either it's a it's it's a fine line to walk and when you are very open and very porous um, energetically, emotionally, spiritually, mentally, it's easy to take on other people's bullshit. So know that you don't need to sign on for that, whether they are your cousin or the person at Safeway or your boss. 
know that you have every right to stand your ground and also know that standing your ground doesn't have to be standoffish. You can be in your joy, in your peace, in your love and also have strong boundaries. Strong boundaries doesn't mean bitch. And oftentimes, especially for women, and maybe that's just because it's my experience as a woman that I view this, it's very easy for people to put their judgments on you that you're a bitch, that you're a cunt, that you're an asshole, um, if you're not automatically kissing their ass. People expect that from women sometimes and just know being um, having boundaries doesn't make you a bitch. Having boundaries doesn't make you a bitch. Having boundaries doesn't make you a bitch. That's definitely a thing that I felt was a difficulty I wanted to overcome um, when I started working on my boundaries. So I just want to remind people that and it's coming through for me again. It's always coming through for me again. When I'm learning, you're learning too. So what you're learning, I'm learning too. We are all learning together. And that's the whole point of this whole shebang. So that's some reflections upon our messages for this next week. And we want you to think about loving yourself. Even if you get into a fight. Even if you have stuff come up around your body around food. I know a lot of people have difficulty with body image, with um, eating disorders, with issues like that. And holidays centered around eating can be really triggering for those people. So I just want everyone to be really mindful of themselves and the way that they speak to others around food and their bodies and stop with the fucking oh, I'm going to eat today, so I need to, like, go on a run. Like, if you go on a run regularly, go on a run. Like, I'm about to go on a long walk after I record this, but I do that every day. Don't just do something because you feel like you have to overcome um, the amount of food you're eating. I also want us to to know that literally, like, that's not how it works. You couldn't have one meal that makes you your whole body change. You're not going to gain 20 pounds after eating food. Also, you don't need to eat everything. That's my thing. It's like I love the cheese and the bread and I eat so much at, in the beginning because um, that's just what I always do. And then I don't end up eating any of the other food because I'm so full. So just know like it's anything is healthy if you have a good mindset about it and take care of yourself nourish yourself like don't just eat sweets all day before you eat um drink water if you are drinking alcohol be mindful be smart about it you don't need to get fucking wasted just because you're around your family you don't like go for a walk like eat chill it's okay like it's just one day it's one day and I know that really rolls into the holiday season and so many people there's all this shit around the new year of like new year new me like gotta lose those pounds and I think that can be really triggering for people so 
it's okay if you gain weight. And I know a lot of people have gained weight in the pandemic. It's okay. It's always shifting, always changing. You don't need to lose weight to be a good person. You don't need to be skinny to be a good person. Um, I've always pretty much been fat my whole life. And so I think it can be triggering also for people who are fat to hear everyone else being like, I need to lose weight. I need to lose weight. It kind of gives those people the impression of they're not worthy either because they are the size that people never would want to be. Make it about health. If you're losing weight, I don't know why we're going off this tangent, but someone needs to hear this. If we're losing weight, um, for a health reason, like you really, it would actually benefit your health. That's great, but you don't need to worry about it to fit into a swimsuit. Like it's all about, um, your perspective and it's all about clothing too. If you're wearing clothes that are too tight, you're gonna, they're not going to be flattering. So it's okay to get rid of clothes that don't fit you anymore. Please do that. Please don't hold on to clothes and think I am going to lose weight and I'm going to wear these someday. You can buy new clothes if you do lose weight. You're not going to even want to wear those ugly yellow shorts from three seasons ago anyway. So donate them. Like we said last week, maybe I think on the podcast, also think about different places that you could donate to, especially this time of year. It's a, a really... Um, if you have winter coats or things that would actually be helpful, maybe get socks and leggings or things that you could donate to a shelter. That's amazing. And yeah, give it to, give it to your little cousin who's into Y2K fashion right now. Like you don't need to hold on to things that don't serve you, whether that's old clothes, old purses, whether that's, uh, those, uh, love notes from your ex-boyfriend that are underneath your bed that contain all your shadows that they're talking about you can get rid of those too you don't need to hold on to things um when we are in that state of stillness we can access everything so we can access the memories of those times that you feel like these objects are significant of it's really easy to hold on to things because you think it represents a moment in time. Just know that you can always access that moment in time without the thing. You don't need to hold on to the pain in your body to remember that it happened to you. It's okay to let go. It's okay to let go. It's okay to let go. We want you to think about this this time of year going into the new year where we'll talk a little bit more about the energy when it comes closer to the new year. But I want us to take some time for joy, for stillness, for me time, for you time, for alone time this time of year, because it's very easy to get caught up in the cycle of doing, doing, doing everything for everyone else, especially those moms out there. I know there's so much pressure to make this an amazing experience for your children what they're gonna remember I'm not a mom so I just want to put that out there like I'm not a mom so I can't tell you what to do but in my experience as a child what they're going to remember is you talking to them you spending time with them I'm getting emotional thinking about it you creating those memories with them caring about them asking about their day that's what the 
that's what everyone is going to remember and is um, going to want to keep in their heart more than the next video game or whatever. Like, if you can't afford it, there is ways to give people an amazing experience and the memories and the joy and nostalgia that you associate with Christmas and Hanukkah doesn't have to be based upon um, how much money you can spend on your child. So I just want to put that out there for people and that can be applied to your relationships, your friendships. It's the most important thing is communication is talking is the stories you can tell each other and the the shadows you can reveal to each other and heal for each other and heal with each other like if you have a story that you're holding on to in your heart it's okay to set it free and it's okay to have other people listen to you you don't always have to be the one taking care of everyone else sometimes you need a helping hand as well so that's what I want us to reflect upon and I hope everyone does take some time for this stillness for this quietness for this reflection when we reflect um, emotions can come up so please allow these to flow through your body if you're crying you're crying I've been crying a lot um recently and it's not like depression or bad feelings like it's release it brings up sadness or memories of those feelings but what really is coming to the what really is happening is that those feelings are coming to the surface so i can release them through my tears maybe i didn't cry about it before and i need to cry about it now so if you're reflecting and you're thinking about stuff from second grade from last week from 2020 it could be coming up from any point of time from past lives even cry let it go if you feel angry let it go if you feel sad let it go If you feel joyous, experience it. Like you don't need to be so silent about your emotions. If you don't feel safe or comfortable crying or like um, releasing energy where you live, maybe you can go out into nature and just be one with yourself and really like experience all those emotions. And take your time. Take your time to move through these things. It's not a one-day experience. Things come up over and over again until we are finally ready to move on. Now, I wanted to pull a card for us to ask if there's any energies that are here to help support us through this moment of purging our shadow, of being in stillness, of reflection, of release, And I pulled three cards for us. So I'm going to share these cards and give you a little bit of a message around them and how we can connect with this energy. So this deck I have is called the Archangel Light Codes deck. So I thought, okay, I'll pull a card to see if there's an angel that is here to support us in the collective right now that we can work with. 
And this deck is really cool. It includes angels and it also includes like spectrums of light, these different colors. And interestingly enough, we did not pull an angel card. I pulled three cards and they're all different spectrums of light. So what I mean by that is these are energies, color frequencies that we can work with. So when we work with Reiki, um, which is what I use, a form of energy healing, that's like a spectrum of energy, a specific form of energy healing, a specific form of light. Each color has healing properties and those colors are spectrums. If you look at science class from elementary school you should know about spectrums and prisms and light and rainbows and things like that so think about go back to those things and think about them what that could mean to you how can you work with these colors so the spectrums of light hold different information for us so um, that's what we mean when we mean uh, when we talk about light codes so the sun has light codes for us when the sun beats down on us of course it gives us energy and all these other things but it also has information encoded into it so for me i see it physically with my third eye and with my physical eyes um and i can talk about that more if anyone's interested about light codes but the idea is that this information comes down from the sun and we are able to receive it and that can give us energy and insight downloads as people say so there's also other body luminary bodies that can send us uh information like the moon like venus um saturn whatever they they all give us information if you've got astrology you can understand that a little bit more clearly so colors colors also hold information and frequencies so they can send specific healing to you they can give you information they can give you insight so you can think about um like color magic certain people people will wear certain colors um to receive certain initiations like uh priestesses and things like that there are certain colors associated with that um even magicians if you look back uh oftentimes a magician is associated with purple which is you know associated with the third eye intuitive information so there's a lot of information that color can give us Color also is connected with um, aspects of the earth and of other planetary bodies where when we see red, it might be give us a memory of a rose or of dirt. Um, brown, you know, we connect with the trees and with the leaves and with animals. So they give us memories and they give us information and they also give us healing. When we look at our energetic centers, our chakra system, um, in there's so many different uh like systems of energy but in the chakra system there are different colors associated with each energetic center so if you're working on healing your root chakra um, that's represented by the color red so you might be connecting with that color to receive healing and that can be done in many ways and a lot of those ways are fun which i like i love a fun uh 
everyday magic type of situation. So for example, if I'm working on healing my root chakra, I could wear red underwear. That's fun. I could wear red pants. I could wear a red top. I could drink um, like red liquids or eat red foods. Um, I could wear red makeup. I could paint with the color red. I could try to find red in nature. There's so many different ways for us to connect with color. So these are the colors that want us to work with it, to work with us right now to help us through this emotional healing period um, before we get into the end of the year. So we have the indigo spectrum, we have the turquoise spectrum, and we have the opaline spectrum. So indigo is like a darker blue, turquoise is a lighter blue, and the opaline is um, like opalescent, um, iridescent. If you've ever seen an opal, like a stone, they are shimmery. They often are white, with, but like with kind of like inclusions of other colors. You might see a little pink. You might see a little blue. You might see a little green, but it's glittery. It's shimmery. It's iridescent. So it's opalescent. Um, so if you're not familiar with opaline, I would just look up pictures of opals and see um, what that brings up for you in your body. So I love opaline opalescent things. Um, as an artist, as a visual artist, I use a lot of those colors in my work. I love something that's a little shimmery, a little glittery. Um, when I worked at the art supply store, I would always um, buy these paints cause they're pretty expensive. And at the time I would get a discount. Um, they're called interface colors or maybe it's called interference. I'm not sure how to pronounce it, but it's like an opalescent, um, transparent color. So it would be like opalescent blue, opalescent green. It's by golden paint. If you're a paint person, um, but they're transparent. So when you added them to white or to other colors, you could get these really cool sheens, these really cool metallics. If you ever use a gel pen, you've seen an opalescent sheen. So um, that's a color that wants to come through. I really associate that with like dragon's eggs. I don't know why that just comes up with me. So if anyone is interested in connecting with dragon energy, um, that's definitely something I would investigate. Like there's a, a lot of real co cool stuff about dragons. I got to meet one of my dragon spirits, um, earlier this year and it was a life-changing experience. <laughs> so, um, just like angels, just like, uh, spirit guides, some people have dragons or different animals as a spirit guide. So it doesn't mean that the dragons are literal it, it just means that they're in a spiritual realm we are not um seeing them in the same room as us it's as if they are there but not they're in that uh formless realm like we discussed last week the origin point where everything is dragons hang out there and they are very protective um they're very powerful there's lots of really interesting mythology around dragons so I would play around with that if this opalescent uh, energy sings to you and reminds you of a dragon egg like it does me. Play around with dragons. Think about that. Um, for some reason, also, they're giving me the image of that book, The Rainbow Fish. I read that when I was a little kid. Um, 
there's something in there for someone. So if that if that is interesting to you, seek out that book. Um, it's a children's picture book. Um, it's all about like sharing your uniqueness with the world. Um, it's kind of a sad but beautiful story. Um, so there's something in there for someone. So Rainbow Fish people report back. So that is our messages. So I invite you guys to connect with these colors. And I want to just give you a little information. So the indigo spectrum is associated with trust, with intuition, with expansiveness. It's a multidimensional energy and it's connected with the collective consciousness. So when we are able to access our third eye, sometimes it's represented by um, purple or even indigo in some imagery. So knowing that when we go in there, we can receive information about the about us, about um, the collective, about the earth or wherever else we're trying to seek information about. Um, indigo is a very powerful color. So I invite you to play around with it. If you have any interest in color magic, I would explore that and see how that shows up for you. A way that I love to incorporate color magic into my practice is using candles. So, um, and I also love to look at the days of the week and their different associations. So the days of the week are um, associated with different planetary aspects. And those aspects are also associated with color. So if I am doing on Saturday, for example, is connected to um, Saturn, which is connected to the color black. So if I want to do a candle spell or light a candle for my spirits and my ancestors, I might use, or goddesses that I work with, I might use a black candle on Saturday. So you could play around with candle magic. Crystals is another way that I love to work with colors and color healing and um, energy healing. If I'm working on helping out my throat chakra expand, that's associated with the color blue. So maybe you could work with indigo or that turquoise spectrum and see what blue crystals you could place on your throat when meditating um, kyanite is an amazing stone for, for that purpose. You could check that out. So let's talk about the turquoise spectrum. So that's like a lighter, um, a lighter, brighter blue and turquoise is a stone in itself. So there's lots of beautiful, um, healing that turquoise can uh give to us it's very protective great for moving and traveling it's connected to helping us heal our self-worth which is amazing because that's really something that um came through for our collective message allowing us to speak from the heart so our keeping up those boundaries like i said the identification of one's own heart desires, the walking your life path, your motivation, forward thinking, being able to 
uh, follow through on your actions. Turquoise is amazing for that. So play around with that. One of my favorite things to do also, and I read this in a book about chakra healing, and it was one of these, this random book I got at Goodwill years and years ago, but it talked about this practice that people will do where they have like a jar or a glass of water and you place either a cloth or even a like a piece of colored construction paper around the glass on the outside um and essentially you're drinking that color you're able to ingest that color through the water so you could do this um with turquoise if you had a turquoise cloth or um, a piece of paper, you could tape it to the outside or tie it to the outside. And when you drink the water, you're ingesting that turquoise energy. You can also do this by creating gem essences um, with turquoise or bright blue stones. Just be very mindful. I feel like I've talked about this on the podcast before, but just be very mindful when you're making a gem essence or crystal essence to research about that specific stone and see if it is safe for humans to ingest um, orally, to physically ingest. So just keep that in mind. You can also create, I've talked about this before, but we'll do it again. You could create a gem or a flower essence or a crystal essence um, like without physically putting the stone in the water you could place it on top of it um if you had a jar you could place it on top of it in the sun for a few hours for it to um like activate with that healing energy from the crystal or you could place a smaller glass inside of that glass um so it's not physically touching there's water bottles and stuff i've seen nowadays which is kind of cool um, where it's a separate container that the crystals are in in the bottom and then there's water on top so they don't actually touch. So you can get creative. You can play around with magic, with color, um, and really see how turquoise, indigo, and then of course our opaline spectrum energies can help assist us in this healing process and what is coming up for us emotionally right now, um, strengthening our boundaries, etc., so the opaline is, um, th- they explain it as the integration of the rainbow spectrum and the first level of the new consciousness of quickening. This is the unification of all levels of being. Balance is found within and without. A deeper meaning within the web of consciousness has been found, which I feel like is really connected to that stillness we are here but we are there feeling of unity consciousness so unity coherence balance lightness that feeling of peace what does peace feel like have you ever experienced peace how can we create that feeling within our body continuously and opaline opalescent um, these iridescent colors can help support us understand what that feels like so i invite you to play around with these colors i invite you to reflect and think about all the information that came forward for us in this moment So I wanted to, before we close out, share a few things that I want us to think about 
as well as what we have already discussed. I want us to think about gratitude. What are you grateful for? This is a very much a um, feels like a fluffy surface level type of healing work, but it's very, very, very powerful to think about what we are grateful for and actually feel that, actually trust that, actually know that. So I would take time and I'm going to do this with you and I'm going to share next week on the podcast my list. Take time over today through next week, before next week. Take time to write a list of 17, 17 things you are grateful for in your life right now. And then write 17 things you want to see in your life next year. And the reason we're doing 17 is because this is our 17th episode. And I love the number 17. And I think it um, really pushes us because it's a lo- it's a long list. So I want us to think about what we are grateful for. This can be mental, emotional, physical, spiritual, but think about your life as a whole. And if you were to divide that into little sections, think about your family, think about your friends, think about your day-to-day, think about your job, think about your body and like physical health, think about your emotions and mental health, think about your spirit and your relationship with spirit and think about that as like almost like a little pizza pie and how much from each category comes up um, in your gratitude list and where are you missing pieces in your pie and how can you fill them with that second list? So if you create a list and you see, oh, I'm so grateful for my family. I love my kids. I love my job, but you don't have any connection to spirit and you really want to, maybe that's something you want to cultivate in the next year. Or maybe it's the opposite. You have an amazing relationship with spirit. You love meditating. You feel like you're taking amazing care of your body, but you don't feel like you have love in your life. You don't feel like you have relationships um, with deep meaning in your life. You feel stress around certain people in your life. See where you can expand that um, feeling that you're feeling within your spirituality, that joy to the rest of your life. So add 17 things to that list of things you want to see in the next year. You can think of this as like a manifestation list or an intention setting list. And, um, next week I'm going to share with you guys my list. So I hope everyone, like I said, has a wonderful week take some time to create these lists. You don't have to do it all in one day. Maybe um, you think of all the things you're grateful for and then it feels kind of surface level and you want to go deeper. You can recreate this list. You can edit this list. This isn't a forever list. This is just what you're grateful for in this moment and where you want to see um, 
change next year and then think about your life in those little sections and which aspect of your life are you wanting to see more change, see more involvement in within this next year. Next year is going to be 2022. So I know for a lot of us, we've been in this weird limbo period because of the pandemic or whatever's going on in your personal life um, as a direct reflection of that, where we feel like we're in this limbo of we're here, we're there, we're nothing, we're everything, we're, we're confused. So think about how you want to to start this next year off at like a clean slate for yourself if you could make a decision to change anything in your life and um, what would that be what would that be maybe you want to live in a different state maybe you want to break up with your partner maybe you want to get a partner maybe you want to get a dog maybe you want to have children maybe you want a new job maybe you want to start your tiktok career and start posing on tiktok there's so many things that you could have if you just didn't like hold yourself back and things take time things take time so create that list to see next year when you reflect upon it in 2023 what has shifted what has changed and what can improve even more so today is a new day it's always a opportunity to make new decisions and i love you all very much and we will talk to you next week